Good morning, everybody. We've got a marginally lower trade in the grain markets here on Wednesday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. March corn futures down two and a half cents at 6.07. March soybeans down one and three quarters at 13.88. March Chicago wheat down seven cents at 7.63. March Kansas City wheat down 10 and a quarter at 7.39 and three quarters. March spring wheat down nine cents at 9.61 and a half. If you guys are listening on the podcast, as always, appreciate it. Leave me a rating. Leave me a review if you have not already. Ready. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Uh, help me to grow this channel. Subscribe, like these videos, leave me a comment. If you have something to say, I usually reply to just about every comment I get on there. So uh, try to help me out there if you can. Would appreciate it. If you need some additional assistance from me, guys, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Click on Grain Marketing Plan. Check out my subscription service, guys. $49.99 a month. Uh, there's no obligation. Cancel at any time. Won't try to sell you anything else. You get my morning email, all my grain marketing recommendations, my subscriber-only videos, any sort of uh, consulting that you might need. I did a subscriber-only video yesterday, and I do a, I do a new one every single uh, business day. But I talked about this idea of new commodity money uh, coming into the markets and how there's some potential for this uh, this month and specifically uh, next week. And I went through the details. I went through the analysis. Uh, so this is just one of the many things that I discuss in these subscriber only videos, everything from money flow to grain marketing to weather, um, a lot of different topics, a new video every day. If you are interested in those, uh, give that subscription service a shot, guys. Certainly. We are in the midst of a South American crop scare event. I think it's fair to say that uh, at this point in time, traders are eyeing smaller soybean and corn crops in both Brazil and Argentina now. So U.S. row crop markets, as we saw, rallied sharply yesterday as production estimates drop. Uh, weather forecasts really not looking any better this morning. So Brazil was the thing we've been talking about for a while. And now we're talking more about Argentina. Uh, the forecast for Argentina does not look good. It looks warm and dry. Uh, the GFS and the Euro model, both in pretty good agreement here this morning that there's going to be basically nothing in terms of rainfall over the next week to 10 days. So the trade is certainly taking notice, not only of the situation in South Brazil, but also the situation in Argentina. You look at the forecast and you look at the situation here, precipitation over the last 30 days, uh, we've been above normal in uh, the central and northern part of Brazil. And in some of those areas, you could see flooding, you could see excessive moisture, you could see quality issues. And then South Brazil and Argentina, you've been very, very dry. So a big divide here uh, between those two areas. And then you look at the forecast and it's more of the same, uh, dry for South Brazil, dry for all of Argentina uh, and very wet for a lot of Brazil. So there are areas of Brazil that could certainly see uh, some flooding flooding, some late season issues as a result of that. And then, you know, a lot of analysts believe that the damage in South Brazil, which has been more drought stricken, that damage is done. Those crops are, are not going to be repaired at this point in time. Argentina still has time, but the forecast doesn't look good. So we are uh, absolutely in the midst of some sort of, of crop scare event here. Now, is that the only thing that's driving prices? That's debatable. We never know for sure uh, why anybody in the market, any market participant is, is doing what they're doing. I certainly think this is part of it. Uh, this part of it have to do with new money coming in after the first of the year, inflation hedge type stuff, speculative buying. Um, that That's that's a question that uh, we simply don't have the answers to. Now, analysts continue to cut their uh, South American crop estimates. Well-followed crop scout Dr. Michael Cordonier was out with some new estimates yesterday. He reduced his Brazilian soybean production estimate to 138 million metric tons from 140 previously. USDA is at 144. So when we look at the Brazilian crop estimates that are out there right now, both private and public, there's the, the two privates that have been out this week, Stonex at 134, 
Cordoni are at 138. USDA is still at 144. Conab's at 142. Uh, the previous record from last year, according to USDA, was 138. So with these two private estimates out this week, we're talking a crop that's either equivalent to or below last year's record, whereas just a couple weeks ago, we were talking crop that was well above last year's record. Uh, USDA will have their uh, January report out next Wednesday. Uh, Conab will have their report out next Tuesday, I believe. I don't think the government entities will be as aggressive with any production cuts. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if they just kicked the can down the road and didn't cut production at all. But I, I think if they do make cuts, uh, they won't be as significant or as aggressive as uh, what the private's are saying right now. That's just my thought, but uh, anything can happen when it comes to these reports, of course. Uh, Dr. Cordonier also cut his Argentina production estimates. Soybean production estimate reduced to 45 million down from 46 previously. USDA is all the way up at 49 and a half, so he's way below USDA there in terms of Argentina soybeans. The Argentina corn production estimate, uh, he also reduced. So you got basically across the board reductions in crop estimates for both Brazil and Argentina. OPEC says it will stick to its plan to increase oil production 400,000 barrels per day. They made record supply cuts during the, the COVID panic when oil got really cheap and went negative there for a minute in spring of 2020. They are now in the process of very slowly normalizing production. Still a lot of wild cards here. They're certainly concerned about new COVID variants, um, and they're more concerned, of course, about a drop in oil prices. That's what's really important to them at the end of the the day is, is the bottom line. Uh, WTI crude futures did finish higher yesterday, uh, just some marginal gains following this news. So this is uh, pretty much as expected. The Fed will release minutes from its December meeting this afternoon. Uh, shouldn't be anything hugely surprising here. The trade is looking for any clue regarding uh, the thought process behind the rate hikes. Uh, in general, we're expecting two to three rate hikes this year. Uh, we should see interest rates go from, you know, a, a current, this is the Fed fund rate, go from zero up to, you know, somewhere just south of 1% here this year. We should be like three quarters of a percent in terms of the Fed fund rate. They're expecting by 2023, you get your Fed fund rate up above one and a half percent by 2024, maybe above 2%. Now, I don't know if this actually happens. The trend in interest rates the trend in interest rates has been lower for 40 years. We have done nothing but trend lower in interest rates here in the United States for 40 years since the early 1980s. Uh, was that a major long-term bottom in interest rates that we saw in spring of 2020? Um, I'm not sure. Uh, we got down to a level near zero in spring of 2020 in terms of uh, the yield on the 10-year note and, and bond yields um, got similarly very, very low and have, have recovered. But I mean, you look at this chart that's on my screen here, this is a bear market in interest rates. Uh, is the Fed going to change that? Does it change this year? Does the whole the dynamic of everything we know about the Fed and interest rates change this year? Uh, I'm not too sure. The cattle market finished lower yesterday. The feeder cattle really did not like that uh, rally in the corn market. So they were off more than $3 in some of the nearby contracts. Fat cattle off more than a dollar in some of your nearby contracts. Outside markets this morning, U.S. dollars marginally lower. The stock market is marginally lower. The Dow's about flat. Uh, S&P down three. Bonds up a few ticks. Gold and silver up just a little bit. Uh, crude oil is up 26 cents at $77 even in the March WTI. Have a great day, guys. I will talk to you tomorrow.